0: Well, we are coming down the home stretch now. Two games, both at home for the Seattle Seahawks with some real cool things ahead if they can uh, keep their winning ways. The head coach of the Seahawks, as he does every Friday, Pete Carroll joins us. Coach, great to talk to you. These are kind of fun times. Yeah, this is a good time of year. Uh, like I always say, I love talking to you after we win. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, well, let, let's talk a little bit about that. Uh thirty twenty-four over carolina and the thing that struck me first of all was that connection that we saw in full bloom once again with russell wilson and and tyler lockett and i know that tyler had been sick with the flu i know he'd had the leg injury and man that is special when those two guys are connecting like that especially on that you know that third down play that kind of wrapped up the game
1: yeah well and uh, the whole the whole uh return to the, for those two guys was so special. And, and you, you know now that Tyler was hurting, you know, and he was still playing, but he was hurting. He wasn't full tempo, full speed. And uh, as soon as he got back, he breaks out again and catches a bunch of balls and cr- uh, crucial catches, crucial timing, uh, and, and showed that it, it just exquisite uh, chemistry that they have on that third down play right at the end of the game uh, to put the game out of reach. It was really, really terrific to get him back.
0: Take me next, Lau, because I, I know about they work together and they spend time – you know, throwing and catching together, and they spend time in the off season. But when you have a special chemistry, like you know, we all saw Russell's passer rating last season when he was targeting Tyler, and and what we're seeing this year. I mean, how how do you get to the level of chemistry that we are seeing that you are talking about? Well, there's really a couple
1: factors. One of them is you know you got to have some time together, and these guys have spent a lot of time together. and and played along enough together to to have the opportunity to get connected like that. But then you also take the just the makeup of the two kids. Both of them are, are so just so savvy, you know, strong, and they just get the game. They understand it. They're both fantastic athletes that could play any sport. And uh, all of that. It's all those kinds of um those things the lessons that you learn in all sports that come together to help you make the kinds of choices and decisions that they make in just a split instant of a moment you know to to make the choice which way to go to turn to throw it or to come back for the ball or all of the wonderful things that they can do so you put those two guys together then it's, it's, it's just volatile and, and so it's great to see
0: i had tyler on my radio show a couple of days ago and the other thing that struck me he's just a. He's a very sweet young man. I mean, there's no other word that comes to mind after talking to him, but he seems like just a sweet person.
1: He, he really is. He's got a great heart. Uh, he's really talented, too. I don't know if, if, if it comes across in his this interview, but he's still a very talented person. You know, he, he's... Uh, the spoken word stuff that he does, and, and his poetry, and the things that he he can do, and the things he writes—the book that he's already put together his musical talents. He's just got all kinds of talent coming out of him, and and uh, and he expresses himself really well.
0: It's cool to you know be able to convey that the you know the talents you're talking about, the sweetness I'm talking about, and then what you see on the field is what what would seem to be the contrast to all that, and that's the steely toughness that. Is a pretty rare quality too.
1: Yeah, he he really is. He's a he, you know he's for not being a, a big guy. He is a physical player, and that he he has the ability to make all the right choices at the right time. The the cuts that he makes, uh, when to get down when he's running with the football, the, uh, the the sense of how to when to burst and when to use his speed properly. I mean, just all those things. It's just marvelous to watch.
0: Yep. All right. So with that win, you finish the season, uh, all time franchise record. Seven and one on the road, and I know that you know we've been talking as the season has evolved. Your your pride in that, but now that the road portion of the regular season's over, uh, how special is that accomplishment?
1: Well, yeah, it is. It is really particularly where we wound up playing too. You know, we had four or five games on the East Coast, whatever it was, and and, uh, so that those are as challenging as you can get. We didn't have to go to London this year, but they're as challenging as you can get. And the most important thing about that, Dory, is that when if in the playoffs we have uh, the opportunity to go on the road again we will be as confident as anybody could possibly be going on the road. And that's the whole idea is the whole idea during the season is to, is to put these wins together, to build a mentality that gives you the, the right to believe that you're going to go wherever and, and, and take, take that opportunity and get a win. And, and so we've done that well, nobody's done it better and, and really fired up about that. Now, the other side of it is I don't care if we ever go on the road again, right, right. <laughs> let's, let's just stay home for a while, you know, but even with that, you know, I've, I've said it to these guys numbers of times that the, the last game, if you, if you do it right and you're playing in, the the championship game in the Super Bowl, you got to go on a road sometimes. So sure. let's let's be as good as we can when that time comes. So it's all with some some important uh, you know application and meaning that that we we've accomplished something pretty special.
0: The other thing I wanted to ask you about that because everybody's been talking about the you know how the guys have bonded and they all ride the same bus and all of that. But tell me about. The guys in the organization because you know i remember when we were in london and seeing how you replicated your Mac meeting room with the basketball hoop even in london tell me about the guys who are part of the organization that have helped lift you and elevate you and and just be so successful in that road environment
1: yeah, well, one okay, let me give you a couple of names. Eric Kennedy who you know runs everything with has to do with equipment and, yep. and connects with our guys on a daily basis and his whole crew down there. Uh you know they they, they do such a good job of, of you know passing along the message and making sure that our guys stay true and and are always available. Uh you know that, that's all the guys in the equipment room. Sam Rams and Dave Strickland, those guys that that take care of the the whole training apparatus, you know, and and how we take care of these guys. You know, and, and help them rehab, stay strong, stay healthy, and stay well, and all of that. They've got a big role th- that they play. And uh, Ivan Lewis and his guys down in the strength and conditioning—all of this whole, uh, th- these different aspects of our program have to be in unity and, and connected uh, in- philosophically and in- with our terminology and in-, in the kind of the belief systems. And these guys just do a fantastic job. Of sending the message, we we've, I think we probably connected better than ever this year. Um, you know, also where you know with the, the food and the, the stuff that we get yeah. from our guys, uh, the McNabb family that, that takes care of us, and and Andrew uh, and all you know, the whole crew—they're connected too. You know, and we're, we're all here to help our guys be the best they can be, and that's what the message is is clear, and, and hopefully we stay really true to it, and gives our guys a chance to play in a really good environment and a really good culture.
0: Yeah, well, it's manifested itself wonderfully on the field. Uh, I know you got disappointing news on monday and i know there's not a lot you can say about josh gordon but i'm guessing football was not your first thought when you heard that news
1: no i was really you know i was really hoping that that you know we would see him you know return to you know real normalcy and consistency and all that uh not yet it hasn't happened yet and uh you know he's, he's got to go do some stuff and uh, under the guidance of the league, and you know he'll use the the help of the league and, and all of the resources that they offer and bring. Um, but hopefully um, we'll get another shot because I'd like to see this guy come through, and I'd like to see him turn his life around. You know, and and he's a wonderful kid, yep. and he's just got some stuff that he's dealing with, and uh, hopefully we'll you know we'll get a chance to see him again.
0: You bet. Okay, uh, Monday night, Drew Brees became the all-time leading touchdown passer. Passed. Peyton Manning, and as I was watching that, I thought, when I talked to Pete, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. I mean, you've got a great quarterback. You've got a guy who could be an all-timer in Russell Wilson, uh, but you've seen so many guys over the years in the NFL. Who, who do, you, do you consider the greatest, and what's your stand? What's your metric? Well,
1: I got a little bit of emotional. Uh, uh, you, know, you, you can't beat Tom Brady for his, all sure. of the winning that he's done. I mean, he, he, He's just accomplished so much for so long and, and done it so well. I don't know if there's anybody better. Um there's other players that you know that I, I really admire. I always like Joe Montana, you know, in, in in the years that he played at San Francisco when they won a bunch of championships too and the the just kind of the flair that he had for the game and the love for the game and the kind of the way he he treated the game with respect but also just had a great time doing it, you know. Yep. Uh just a fantastic player but um so there, there's you know there's a bunch of guys that that are really done some special stuff but uh I don't know how you can say anybody's better than Tom and I I, I like the way Joe did it. You know, all for all the years I was in the in the AFC East, uh, you know, we played Marino. seemed like a hundred times. You know, right. boy, he was something. He was something in the day. You know, he was an incredible thrower and, and just just a marvelous competitor too. You know, he was yeah. a lot of fun. Didn't get all the all the championships and stuff, but was a great player too. I mean, there's a bunch of them.
0: yep. Hey, speaking of the AFC East, I heard you say something this week that I had to ask you about. Is it true that in your first co- head coaching job, the owner of the team wouldn't talk to you?
1: No, it wasn't a question. He didn't even talk to me. I just never saw him. He never showed up. Oh, okay. <laughs> he wasn't. It, I, I talked to him in the beginning of the season, or no, I probably said something to him in the first meeting, and then, and then I think there was a Christmas party, and we did not make contact, and then, there, and then the next time was. Uh, see you later. You know,
0: so it wasn't a real warm, uh, you know,
1: in-depth in, in relationship uh, at the time.
0: Uh, that just struck me as almost impossible because I know how hard you work on building relationships, and I thought, that just sounded like a really odd situation.
1: Well, I, I, when I was asked the question, I told him it was the biggest mistake I made. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That's right. I needed to do a whole lot better.
0: Uh, you got a couple of pro bowlers in Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, but that's the fewest you guys have had in many, many years, which is kind of surprising, given that you got the best record in the conference and um, i mean you've got you've got some guys who have done some incredible things this year
1: yeah, we have a number of guys that that you know that get recognition as as alternates you know there's i don 't know six guys or something beyond that, six or seven guys you know so we've got a bunch of guys that have a chance to go to the game still, um, which is great but um It it is interesting that those two guys just stood out and above, you know, and it's fitting that they've been such great leaders and they've had a great season and they've had great careers leading up to it and they've been recognized by their their peers, you know, and, and so... They stand out, but you know, on the other side of it, I kind of take a little, uh, you know, I take a little something out of that, and, and it doesn't. It, it uh, the chip on the shoulder gets a little bit bigger. There ain't nothing wrong with that, you know. <laughs> our guys, you know, so we, we'll, we'll 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 utilize that in the right, in the right way.
0: All right, we We've got the Arizona Cardinals coming in on uh, on Sunday, and. You guys were really banged up. I mean, in the fourth quarter of that game at Carolina, you were already down four defensive starters. You had two more that you you lost during the game. That's that's quite a challenge, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, I think we finished at, at, in there with uh, six rookies playing on defense, Jeez. Uh, or something like that. It was you know, it was six first year guys, you know, and, and so um, they were they held on, they got it done. It wasn't pretty, but we got it done. Uh, it was great for them to be out there battling and trying to protect the wind and all. Um, and that's not exactly the way you want to go, but it's good for us, and, and it'll help them too. Uh, we'll get a little healthier this week, and, and we'll get a couple guys back, I hope, and, and – uh... You know, they, we're going to take them all the way to game time. So even here on Friday, we won't be able to, uh, you know, to tell you who's about the guys that they're going to play. But uh, I know guys are getting back, and they worked hard to do that.
0: Okay. And, I mean, so the list I had in front of me, Jadavian Clowney, Ziggy Onsa, Bobby Wagner, Quandre Diggs, Michael Kendricks, every one of them you're taking up to game time?
1: It looks like it. Okay. It looks like it. I think Quandre's the guy that's got the hardest the hardest shot getting back. He had pretty good ankle sprain. Um, and uh, you know was not able to work at all yet. So, um, but you know, you never. We don't have to close the door on that one until until game time. So, uh, but we'll, we'll wait and see. So we'll see, and I'll, we'll let you know when we when we know.
0: Okay. And uh, the Arizona Cardinals, you guys. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure you have both evolved an awful lot since what was it, Week Four, when when you went down there. But uh, how, how have they changed since then? When you you beat them by 17.
1: Well, you know, they're coming off their best game probably against Cleveland. They really played well and looked good in in, in all phases and were out ahead the whole time. Uh, The strong game and the running game, they ran for 220-something and threw for two-something, you know, and – Kenyon Drake is really the – he is the difference maker on their team since we played them. He was not on their club. He was on Miami. Uh, he, he's the running back that, that they've utilized in the, in the running game and the throwing game. He's averaging close to five yards a carry. He's got 20-something catches in the games that he's been with them. And he's really just seemed to perk up their offense and always. I mean, imagine, Dory, the, he's taken David Johnson's place. You know, yeah. Put him yep. on the bench. So uh, he's really fast. And he uses it well, and he's just a good, good football player. So he's fit them and really helped them. So what they've done is they've they've adapted a little bit more uh, with personnels, and they have become more varied in that regard. There are a lot of four wide receivers when we played them the first time, and uh, they have a, just a wider variety of things that they can bring to the game, and it's harder to prepare for them. Uh, although uh, they're they're featuring you know Drake the whole time, and the quarterback is seemingly running more also. Yeah, uh, we're, we're seeing you know. Uh, uh, Murray get out and about a little bit more and, and he's really talented and really fast and uh, they I think maybe just seeing the success that the Ravens had uh just might have spurred them on a little bit and so he's he is carrying the ball a little bit more so it's a very wide open attack and in, in, in a very dangerous passing game and run game
0: I saw a tweet last Sunday from Larry Fitzgerald senior saying if this is my son's last game at Arizona because they finished with two on the road now uh he said if this is the last game he wanted to thank the Arizona fans and uh I don't know if I don't know if Dad knows something that everybody else doesn't know, but uh, I, I, I've always—it's always struck me. Everybody I've talked to, Pete, that few people have engendered more respect and admiration than Larry Fitzgerald in the game.
1: Yeah, I think that's a that's a really true statement, and, and I would be right there with you on it. He's a marvelous competitor, uh, unbelievable talent. Uh, it, there's uh, somehow some people can do this in their football play. They can they can convey the character that, that they're all about, and he does. He's done that, you know. And uh, I don't know him real well, but I have tremendous regard for him. And and uh, uh, you know, as much as I, I guess I joked around saying that you know it'd be great. Uh, you know, I love him as a player. Great to see him retire, <laughs> but really, I'd, I hope he keeps playing. I hope he just stays out there and just keeps doing the things that he does because he's just so good at it. And uh, the the league needs players. All sports need players like this. He he's like one of a kind in all sports. He's one of the greats. Yes, me. and uh, we're we're fortunate to be playing against him all this time. So we'll get after him. I don't catch very many balls this weekend. There you but, go. Uh, but uh, still, he's a heck of a player.
0: And finally, and a better person, really. Finally, yeah. just after what you've accomplished on the road uh, this season, uh, it's got to be fantastic, especially around this time of year for for everybody on the organization to have two games at home where everything's on the line in in uh, what you can accomplish with them.
1: You know, way back when, when the schedule came out, you know, and we were going through it, and, you, know, you know, I, I noticed that that, that that was set up that way. And, you know, could it possibly be that it would come down to the last couple of games, you know, and playing in a division and all that? And sure enough, it has. And, and uh, you know, hopefully we can, we can play really well this weekend and, and just keep taking these next steps we need to take. But it's, it should be – I know it's really exciting for our fans. It is for us, too. Uh, thrilled to be on top of it all, you know, going into this last stretch, and, and uh, we're all about finishing around here, Dory. If we can do this, we'll, we'll really be, uh, be in a great spot.
0: There you go. Okay, well, when you and I talk a week from now, uh, Christmas will be a couple days behind us, so I just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas, and um, look forward to, to seeing you guys do great things these next couple weeks
1: appreciate that. Same to you, Dory, and to all your listeners, too. Thanks for hanging with us and all the craziness yep. on this show. It's been fun. <laughs> all uh, right. Merry Christmas to everybody.
0: Thank you. All right. Pete Carroll with us. They take on the Cardinals on Sunday. You'll hear it right here on 97.3 Cairo FM. And uh, we're going to check the news for you and then lots more straight ahead here on the Dory Monson Show.